0: this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
1: Good morning, everyone. I am... um... A new to the agent Power huddle. I've never presented I've jumped on some of the calls but I definitely am grateful for your time this morning. I am uh, gonna be talking about um, how to help your real estate business stay recession proof. Um, how many of you are actually doing uh, rentals or property management or helping um, you know landlords um, find renters for their homes. Anybody else doing that? Okay. Well I'm gonna
2: share with you. I'm working on that. What's that? I said I'm working on that. I'm finding a lot of success with renters. Yeah. People just don't realize how much they can afford in a mortgage versus rent and it's been pretty instrumental for me. I, I I'm all ears, Betsy. <laughs> so one of the things that, that I do, and I've been doing it for about 15 years now,
1: is um, property management, property management for um, homeowners that are not ready to sell their home. And it's, it, you know, it's it's been an up and down market overall. Um, but right now we have a lot of, uh, in our town, we have a lot of military families that in some markets, could not sell their home. So they decided to rent them out. In some markets, right now, they have really low interest rates that they're not ready to let go of yet, um, but they don't want to sell their home. They want to rent their home out and then just, you know, move on to their next station. And so um, one of the things that we have seen over the years is like our portfolio kind of grows and it and it shrinks depending on like, you know, the seller's market we had in the last couple of years. We sold off a lot of properties. Um, so, you know, we're just trying to build it back up. Um, it's been a really good resilience income another revenue stream for us um and obviously in times like when when sales are kind of slow um, property management kind of keeps us um afloat and keeps the lights on right um but my husband and i have been doing it and we just brought my daughter on to be an, an assistant to help us with um the management of that so i don't know if i can share my screen with you um I've got just a little presentation. And if of course, if you have any questions, just let me know. Um, but is that okay to do there, Lisa? I think it's Lisa on the call. Yes, you have, you have sharing ability. Okay, awesome. Um, so so a little bit about me. I am um a, a broker. I joined um EXP about 12, uh, 14 months ago or so, and I have um experience as an actual broker doing property management. Now, every state is different here in uh, with eXp, so your broker might look a little different, or if you're already a licensed broker, this might be something you're interested in. Uh, With eXp, every state is different. Uh, In some states, they don't allow you to do property management at all, um, or it just depends, but I'm in Texas. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. And so what I've been doing basically, like I said, for the past 15 years, I have experience in property management. I've been in real estate for 23 years uh as a broker, as a small boutique brokerage. And then of course I joined DXP um, about 14, 15 months ago. And I absolutely love it. Uh, so I love what I do. And um, the benefit was that I was able to keep my property management business. Um, I am a mom of two. My husband and I have been married for 23 years, same, same as our business life. Uh so it hasn't always been easy, but it's always been very rewarding. So just a little bit about myself. And I do manage a small portfolio. I don't do hundreds and hundreds because um it's, it's just, you know, it's a lot of work. <laughs> so I kind of keep myself uh, to where I can manage the business and stay in touch with people. So we're going to talk about this morning. Hopefully, uh, if you have any questions, just let me know, hop in there. But uh, what is property management? Um, what are the benefits? Because obviously, you don't want to get in it if there's not a benefit for you. Uh, what are the risks? Uh, what do you need to do to qualify? And then if you have any questions for me, um, just, you know, let me know. Um so property management basically is the process of overseeing and maintaining the day-to-day operations of residential properties, okay, by a licensed real estate professional. Now, uh, some states don't require you to carry a license. Uh, in Texas, you do have to have a broker's license to do property management. So um, that was one of the requirements, uh, of course, through here and through EXP in Texas. Um, So managing the portfolio of properties, um, either by uh, individual landlords or by property management companies, Um, it it, it can include anything from marketing, of course, the property, finding and screening tenants, um, collecting rents, handling and maintaining repairs, um, inspections, we do inspections for our, our clients, on a regular basis. And then of course, you know, complying with local laws and regulations in Texas. Uh, We have a Texas property code and it's very, very specific. So you wanna be acquainted with all those laws and things that happen. And then of course, acting as a liaison between the landlord and the tenants, um, ensuring that the properties well maintained and that they're keeping their their, um, appreciation of the property, making sure it's it's maintained properly. keeping it safe from hazards. Cause that could be a big liability for the owner. And of course yourself, if you are taking on that, that uh, responsibility. Uh, so property management, of course, um, is, is there's a lot of benefits. One of them, obviously regular income, right. Um, through COVID, you know, they had a lot of landlord, uh, uh or tenant relief, packages, right? So if a tenant was sick, they didn't have to pay the rent. And that was a really hard time for a lot of landlords across the country. Here in Texas, uh, we were a little bit more relaxed in terms of what Uh, you were exempt from paying rent at at that particular moment. But for the most part, like I said, we are very heavily a military town. And so most of our tenants are normally occupants that are military um, active duty retired. And so regular income is important. Um, You know, it depends on the amount of homes that you manage. Um, You figure 10% of the rent. So if you're managing a home that's $2,000, that's $200 a month calculate that by you know 20, 40, 60, 100 properties and you have income. Um, the expenses in, in terms of property management are not yours. Uh, the expenses on a property are actually the owners, right? Or the tenant, depending on whose responsibility it is. So the income is regular. And that's a good thing. Because sometimes, you know, you're, you are you know, you've got the ups and the downs in real estate uh, resale. And so you're going to see a little bit of a, of a relief when you have your regular income through property management. Uh, an established client base, like I said, we had Um, sold so many properties over the last couple of years because the seller's market was really good. And so we had a good base of, of leads of clients, you know, looking to sell, but then we also have tenants that are in place that are ready to buy. So we do manage relationships with them and help them say, okay, your lease is coming up. Are you looking to buy, or are you looking to re, you know, uh, extend your lease? And so we just, you know, we always have a steady stream of people. And then of course, when we market a property, we get more leads on people that are looking to rent. Uh, and then we encourage them to say, hey, it's a really good time to buy it. This home is not the one for you. Let's take a look at what you can do to buy a home today. Um, professional development. Obviously, you know, if this is an opportunity for you to network, uh, to grow your learning, to understand uh, property code. On the flip side, it helps you to represent tenants. If you are a tenant uh, representative and you're helping tenants get into homes, it helps you to build knowledge and development with them and help encourage them to eventually become homeowners, right? Uh, network opportunities. Um, you know, we meet investors all the time who are looking to either buy a property or they want to have someone manage their property. And so we have come across a lot of op- opportunities to network with other people aside from, you know, just the regular, a uh, typical, home buyers and sellers. Um, Flexibility. Well, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot of time to do property management, unless, you know, the fire is going on. But for the most part, uh, flexibility is like, you know, you collect your rents, you Um, you know break everything down any expenses you send rents out to owners or disbursements and you it's it's really easy it's a beginning of the month kind of work and then a little bit of the end of the month kind of work and so in between unless somebody is you know uh, having a major issue, uh, the flexibility to do property management, it uh, doesn't take a whole lot of work, right? Um, and then the potential for growth. Obviously, the more that you do, the more people will refer you and uh, you can grow your uh, portfolio in that way. And the diversifying, right? So we don't want to put all our eggs in one basket. Of course, you know, your broker might have different opportunities, but or. For us, it's like, okay, there's a, there's diversifying in this aspect, it's a little bit more regular income, and we still, we still do resell and new construction and all the things that come with being in real estate. Um, risk, right? I mean, there's always a risk. In a property management, of course, like I said, you do have to be a licensed broker in most states, uh, but there is a legal liability, right, because you are taking on the responsibility for the land Lord, you are taking on the risk that the landlord normally has. That's why it's important to know the property code, the rules of property management, what you should and should not do, how quick do repairs need to get done, um, what puts the landlord in a position of risk, right, And in terms of them having to pay out. So there's a lot of liability that goes with that. Like I said, you know, knowing your um, processes and procedures, you can manage that risk really, really well. Um, tenant turnover, right? I mean, we, we usually get tenants that commit to at least 12 months, uh, some longer. We've had some tenants, seriously, I don't know why they don't buy a home, but we've had some tenants in the home for over 10 years. It's crazy, but hey, I'm not complaining because the owners are happy, the tenant is happy, and we get paid. Um, hey,
2: ben, yes. Um, can you tell me just like a reason why there would be a 12 month lease versus a lease? Like, 13 um, month lease? What's 13?
1: You can do any term. Our minimum is 12 months uh, because of the cost of turnover, uh, you know, having to rekey the property, clean, you know, clean the property thoroughly, get it ready. So usually we do a 12 month or more. We don't do okay. short term. Uh it, it just costs more money to, to have to get it ready and and you know put it back on the market, marketing and paying commissions and things like that. So uh and, and another good that's a good question. Um I can only see a letter G, so I'm just gonna call you G. Um, the only thing um that that we will not do is end a lease on like Christmas, the holidays, we usually end them either like February or October, so that we have time to market the home and get a tenant in there. Because you know how the wow. the, the moving wow. uh uh calendar, most people don't typically move during the holidays. What's um, your so short we,
2: term? um What's your short term amount usually? Like short term, we length?
1: the shortest we do is twelve months. We don't do anything less oh, than wow. twelve
2: months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, unless or it's a, unusual
1: circumstances, but mm-hmm. typically we do a 12 month lease.
2: Do, do they go like after 12 months, do they go month to month or do you like impose a, a lease situation? Yes.
1: So we impose a 60 day notice. Uh, You can do 30 days is the minimum. We do a 60 day notice. So 60 days prior to to their lease expiring. We notify them your lease is coming up uh, to expire. First, we let the owner know, okay, the lease is coming up. Do you want to re-rent it or do you want to sell it? What do we want to do? So we discuss that, talk about new rent rates. Then I let the tenant the tenant know, OK, the owner would like to extend the lease if you're up for it at this price. Then they make a decision. So it's usually 60 days because it takes us time to get the home um, showing and, and get a new tenant. So, yeah, it's usually a 60 day notice for us. Other people do less. But in our market, we do 60 days.
2: Sounds like great standards. Oh, thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Yes, of course. Um, and like I said, maintenance and repair cost, um, you know, you there's things happen, right? AC goes out or something goes out. It's not typically the property manager's expense. It, it isn't because it's not your property. But sometimes we have to foot the bill for a maintenance item that is not going to get paid until the tenant uh, pays our rent and it gets dispersed. So sometimes there might be a little bit of an absorption for you short term for a repair that needs to get done. Um, you know, we have a max amount that we're willing to help a tenant or a homeowner out with and that's based upon you like if you want to do something like a reserve account you can do that but for us you know we can absorb like three hundred dollars a month for a property and then we just get reimbursed at at the time of the disbursement for the following month um difficult tenants right i mean who doesn't appreciate a good battle with a tenant My whole goal, and I tell my uh, landlords, my clients, it's like, look, doing your proper work in the front in terms of getting a a tenant screened properly, credit scores, uh, criminal record, all those things is a big indicator of what kind of tenant you're going to have, right? So we look at the score, we look at criminal background check, we look at eviction search, we look at broken leases, we look at um, anything that has to do with like um, um, bad rental history or employment, you know? So all these things that we look at, we look at a whole package and we make sure that, I mean, you can't control people's attitudes, right? But for the most part, you know that if you're a good landlord and you get a good tenant, you're gonna have a good relationship. So we try not to have difficult tenants, but it can be, right? Um, time consuming, right? Like I said, some things, if if some, like we just had a, a, a tenant report, oh, there's a funny smell coming from the, under the island, I don't know what it is. Well, it turned out the slab had a leak in it and God knows how long it had been leaking And so now we spent like the whole month coordinating with the property insurance the homeowner who's in California I think um, the tenant the insurance company the, the the whole claim so that was a lot of work it doesn't happen all the time but sometimes those things do happen and you have to kind of just be the mediator the facilitator between all the parties and so sometimes that happens um, and then of course you got to stay up to date with the local loss is there anything that has changed is there you know fair housing rules that have changed things that are always coming about that can, you know, um throw a little wrench in your property management. And then market fluctuations, right? So like I said last year we had we sold probably about 20% of the properties that we managed. Um, and so that was a good thing, but then our property management kind of goes like this, right? So our income is reduced significantly. So then we have to go back about and um, um recruit and see what if anybody's looking for a property manager or moving property managers. Uh, it's, it's not easy. What does it take to be a property manager? Number one, uh, like I said, you usually typically, you know, confirm with your state, you do have to have a broker's license. Um, You do have to be registered as an LLC. Um, Your property management is separate from your real estate business. So I would recommend that you do that. You also have to have E&O insurance for property management. Um, Sometimes your broker's E&O insurance will only cover your real estate transactions, but you have to have E&O insurance in Texas with EXP. It's a million dollar policy. And that's roughly about $3,000 a year for us. So you do have to have that in place. Um, of course, approval from your brokerage, because you cannot have a bank account or a trust account um, outside of your broker. Uh, It has to be in the broker's name. Because we are separate from eXp in that sense, we have our own LLC, we have our own E&O insurance, and we are able to carry a reserve or trust account for security deposits for the tenants. Um, strong communication skills, right? Sometimes it's hard having that hard conversation with the landlord and say, man, got a leak in your slab, right? So having those hard conversations is just really um, something you have to do. It's not some things that you can just text. It's things that you have to do face-to-face sometimes. Um, organization skills, right? So if you're managing as many properties as some people do, I know I've got friends that are managing 300, 400 properties. You've got to be sure that you have all that organized because, you know, in a snap of a finger, somebody might ask for something really specific. And, you know, you've got to have your, your records and your things in order. Collecting rents on time, dispersing on time, all that is, is super important. Again, understanding local laws and regulations. I cannot specify this enough. Uh, Here in Texas, if a landlord is not, uh, if they miss something, whether it is uh, a repair or they didn't uh, account for their security deposit in time, they're liable up to three times the amount of a security deposit. And the last thing I want to do is make my client, the landlord, have to pay money because I was negligent in that. So guess really who's going to end up paying for that at the end, right? It's going to be me. Um, Financial skills, right? Understanding accounting and and disbursements and expenses. And at the end of the year, um, you're accounting for your 1099 that goes out to your owner, Um, your income and expense reports that go out to the owner on a monthly basis. Um, And then technical skills, you know, most people. I know a person that used to do everything on an Excel spreadsheet, um, but using different software and apps that are going to help you manage the properties and repairs and work orders and timelines and things like that is super, super important. Um, so yeah, it's, if there's a lot to, there's a, there's a lot more to it. I know this, I didn't know exactly how deep they wanted me to go into property management. Um, but you know, i I don't know uh if you have a question specific to what it looks like or if you have um any suggestions. No.
2: Are you on workplace?
1: I am on workplace.
2: Oh great, I'll add you there. I um I just became a local power girl for the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking for the Latinas to be on the group to make oh. really good business. I'm working on them very closely and it's really fun. So yes. I'm gonna invite you on workplace. Yeah. Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we um definitely love to network and you know we are we don't. We, we network with everybody. We accept referrals. We send out referrals all the time. So we have a tenant that's moving somewhere else. We'll send a referral. Sometimes they're going to buy, uh, like I said, here in San Antonio, it's military city, USA. So we get a lot of
2: people
1: coming and going.
2: There's, I think there's a lot of little girlies on there that are reload certified. Mm -hmm. So I'll definitely make sure that the crowd knows that, you know, you have a business down in San Antonio and that, you know, kind of what I, picked up from what you put down here I'll make sure that everybody knows on there and yeah yeah, we'll send you an invite it's been really awesome because like um like just in your neighborhood that you know I know girls in your neighborhood they know uh people in my neighborhood and so it's been a great referral network system um in between what already exp offers with the referral basis system but it's a really wholesome community it just empowers girls and I really enjoy the fact that you came on here so early in the morning to entertain us. So thank you very much for your time. Oh, thank you.
1: I don't know. Is this helpful to you guys? Is that something that anybody think is thinking about doing property management or, um, you know, would like any more details? This is my information. You can text me or call me anytime. Um, yeah. And we're in the process still. I mean, you know, we, we do farm a lot. We send out a postcard oh, wow. to, um, Perspective uh, uh, landlords, uh, you know, we do that on a constant basis. And so then, of course, also by word of mouth and people that refer us. So, yeah, we're looking oh, to nice. grow our, our, our portfolio again. So, um, you know, we'll see. We see a lot of people that don't want to don't want to sell their home because they have a really great interest rate. And so uh, that's increasing some. So
2: it's okay. such, it's so much resources that you're bringing to, to like the crowd. So that's so cool that you're so successful at it. Do you speak Spanish as well? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. Do you have Mm -hmm. like any of that marketing material in Spanish? I
1: don't. I'm starting to um, do a little bit more Spanish uh, content for my clients, but uh, it's a lot of work, you know, to to translate everything and create everything back and forth. It's worth the work. Uh, I just don't have it in Spanish yet, but it's not anything you can not get done, you know, if you need something.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, swing my contact to see if I could be added onto your like uh, mailing list just so I could get some info. It'd be so great to get people up here to do you know your type of methods and see success. My yeah. team has a lot of property management, so I'll make sure to spread the word on your on your knowledge. Thank you so oh, much. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much,
0: Betsy. Yes. My my name is Dick Todd Hunter. Hi. Have you developed a coursework that you would uh, use to help? people learn how to do this?
1: Absolutely, I, I'm actually working on that um, because I am an ICON um, agent. And so part wow. of the ICON agent, um, you know, getting getting some of your cap um, uh, back is being an ICON agent. And I was actually creating a course for property management um, for agents. So yes, I am working on that. Okay, thank you. Yes, of course. All right, I hope I answered some questions at least brought some light to um, this part of it. and I, I really can't say enough about how much property management has kind of carried us through those those dry seasons, you know when when closings were um, kind of slow, but it's it's really good. It's been really good if you manage it right and grow your portfolio. and one of my um, friends, Cassie, is in Fort Worth and she has a pretty sizable um, management um, portfolio. so she she's really, really good at what she does too. Okay. Anything else?
0: Okay. Nope, not for me. <laughs> thank you. Thanks
1: so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Um you got my information. I can put it in the chat if you need anything. I am on Workplace. Of course, I'm on Facebook um, and Instagram and TikTok and the Reels and all that good stuff. So you can find me there. Sweet. Thanks, Betsy. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you.